Welcome to Talking Shop, the podcast dedicated to shining a light on important and interesting work happening within the HCD network design community around the world. My name is Jerry Scullion. And I'm Andy Pillay. And this is Talking Shop. Welcome to Talking Shop. Andy, great to have you here as well. Nice to be back, Jerry. I know, we've, we've both been busy, but you've been more busy than me. You've been flying around the world, going to beaches and getting sunburned. <laughs> So yeah, I came back from uh, UX Australia. Uh, I went there for a bit of a holiday and also then um, did uh, some work at, at Fjord and also UX Australia. I'm sure it was it was great to be back. I, I often dream of, you know, going for coffees down Circular Quay. What was it like being back in Sydney after? What? Uh, good coffee, um, very expensive. <laughs> yeah. As um, it, it hasn't gotten any cheaper in Australia, that's for sure. And it's winter. It's always good to visit Sydney in winter because it's um, nice and cool. It's not such a great city in winter. And um, so you don't get the whole, oh, God, I really want to kind of come back and live here. Yeah, I, true. I had less leavers regret. Yeah. So good message to Steve Beatty not to move UX Australia <laughs> to the summertime. It'll cause emotional distress for European speakers. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's look. There's a couple of things like where we're going to chat today about giving an update on where I'm at with the conference uh, that I, you know, mentioned the last time. And we'll also speak about other conferences. Like we've got voicemails from Sarah Drummond and a few other people, you know, we'll talk more about uh, other stuff that we're working on. Myself and John Curran are working on a, on a project that I think could be of interest to uh, the community and just generally other stuff. And of course, we're going to include the the very popular now uh, Andy's book corner. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I guess just kicking off, talking about where things are at with the conference in Dublin. Um, as of last night, I secured the venue and the dates are look like it's going to be penned in for March the 30th and 31st, 2020. So um, giving myself a couple of months to get all this stuff together. And um, I, I, I was just out driving before I came in to do, do this episode and I, I was driving, I was like, my god what have i done <laughs> why have i agreed to do this but it's um i'm getting moments of panic already which is probably not a good thing but it's it's such a big oh, challenge it's pretty healthy huh? yeah it's a bit, i think it's healthy to get that moment of kind of like actually you know what this is this is serious i need i, I want to do a really good job um and i'm lucky enough that vicky my partner um she's going to be able to help in uh the event management side of things which is fantastic and then I also put a post out on LinkedIn um, and I had like, it was one of these stories that, you know, you ask and you get, and I didn't really uh, expect the level of, or the volume of requests and of interest to join the committee. I had over 250, probably even 270 actually um, responses and mails uh, into my LinkedIn. And it's caused this whole kind of thing of like, how do you respond to all those people? You know what I mean? Like, how, how do you decipher that volume of data, like of people interested in helping, which is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm so grateful um, to be in the position of uh, of having that as a, as a problem. But now I need to figure out how to get back to all these people. And Well, now you need help with the admin yeah, of it. I, I do. And look, that's it's a beautiful segue into the, you know, we've, we've confirmed the board um, for the, or the steering committee, conference board steering committee for the the conference and again like you know 
I I don't want to take it people to take this for granted, but I I feel so privileged to be in a position to to be able to call on some of these people um to assist and help and and help shape this conference. Um so like obviously myself I'm on on that board and yourself Andy you're you've kindly mm-hmm. um put your hand up and said yep. Um Jerry McGovern has put his hand up um which is fantastic. That's great. There's Melanie Raymond, who I just did an episode with, who's the head of service design for Bernardo's in London. Um, Mike and Hazel, uh, Mike Press and Hazel White over in um, Dundee from Open Change. Um, I think that pretty much covers off the... And then Leslie Tully as well, who's um, a well-known design leader in Ireland, who's going to be uh, helping out locally as well, which is which is fantastic. So it's an exciting time. Um you know so what's it called well that's that's a good question and i know we me and you have been um bouncing back and forth with ideas like the the, the idea is do we call it this is hcd conference and i'm i don't really believe that that might be the right approach but um what are your thoughts it slightly depends on the on the content really of the conference because i've started to get a bit of a, an allergy to conferences with the word design in them somewhere and innovation so if you can think of something else because it's not just going to be about human-centered design is it no it's it's going to be broader than that so the role of the the board is is really interesting it's not just only about you know saying we think this we think that it's the selection of the theme and the theme that we're we're gonna you know try and tackle within the conference And, and i guess it's probably you know it's good to to relay that this isn't framed as a typical conference where there's two days of talks it's um, going to be one day of primarily like eight keynotes on the day one. And then the second day, it's dual track workshops. So workshops, not just for the sake of having workshops, but workshops to get an outcome. You know, something that we're going to land on as a as a group and have something to show for it at the end of it. And that could be like knowledge exchange, but it could also be something in, in terms of an artifact or prototype or a a synthesis of of sentiment or whatever it is um that's that's what we're going to be going to be tackling and it's not just going to cover design it's going to be the aspects of business aspects of societal impact uh, and other um important things so you're right it's not gonna and I, i'm the same i've got this whole thing of having the word design in it it's it's interpretive as well subjective so should i say um, to different people so again if uh, you know any suggestions for names feel free to leave us a voicemail it's the link is in the show notes um it'll be really handy talking of voicemail we have one right we do have a voicemail we've got one from um sarah drummond sarah's uh, launched for anyone who doesn't know sarah um you've probably been under a rock because she's she's a uh, one of my favorite people and um she runs and she's CEO of Snook, which is a service design consultancy based in Scotland and in England. And she's announced a conference called Dotty Fest, which is um, down in, where is it? It's in Hackney, isn't it? I think it might be. Well, let's have a listen to the, uh, the voicemail then. Hey, Jerry. Hey, Andy. I'm calling because I've got some exciting news. It's Sarah Drummond from Snook, in case you can't hear my very Scottish accent. Um... We are launching a new event called Dotty Fest. So this isn't quite new. We've been running for two years now, Design on the Inside, but we've never run a festival. Basically, we get 
people together to talk about what it's like to actually make things happen on the inside of organisations and within the systems that they live in. At Dotty Fest, we're going to be talking about three things. That's people, place and business. So people, how to help design things that help people have fulfilling lives and help them thrive. Place, how to create sustainable and participatory places that harness technological change. And business, how to help organisations build business models that favour people over process. So we can promise a festival feel throughout. We're going to have delicious vegan and vegetarian street foods because we're taking climate crisis seriously. Uh, we're going to make sure that the event is as accessible and inclusive as possible. And that includes making sure that we understand everyone's accessibility needs before they arrive. And we design for that. Um, but also making sure that we have things like childcare available. So we are children friendly. Um, we're going to make sure that we're really mindful about our merchandise. So we won't be doing all the usual uh, things where you get lots of paper because we care about the environment but we'll be putting some special surprises in for people I'm going to have a massive after party where I might even DJ um, so if people are interested and you'd like to get a ticket uh, it's on sale now you can go to dottyfest.com that's d-o-t-i-f-e-s-t dot com dottyfest um, and it's all taking place on October the 31st so if you want to come with us uh, and mourn what might be the day of Brexit you'd be very welcome to so please come along. Lots of amazing keynote speakers, lots of amazing conversations going on in fireside chats and workshops. We'd love to have you there. Um, and if you're interested in helping us out, sponsoring or getting involved in any other way, just drop us a line via the dottyfest.com website. OK, thanks. Bye. So that's great. So design on the inside is what Dottie Yeah. For. And like Sarah's been. Yeah, Sarah just yeah said. She's, she, she's fantastic. She's been running these um, meetup events called design on the inside for for quite a while to try and build that capability in scotland and that awareness of service design and design-led thinking and she's got some fantastic speakers like shanti matthew um i know is, is speaking i'm not going to call him a lou down is, is doing it as well lou's actually writing a great book at the moment about good services have you seen that yes i did it's I gonna be exciting it, yeah. to see that as well so it's on in the oval space in london on october the 31st of October so um that's a great one uh other things we've got another voicemail from the guys who run UX Scotland um so let's just jump in to see what they have to say hi Jerry it's Jen Thompson here I'm the program panel chair for UX Scotland conference and I'm just dropping you a message to let you know that the call for speakers is open for next year's event we are looking for anyone who wants to share their story whether it's UX, UR, UI, content design, anything really that would be interesting to people working in a user-centered design field. We're looking to hear about experiences, tips, tricks, skills that people might take for granted that other people might not have discovered yet. It's a really great place to lead practical sessions, but also asking questions, posing problems, and providing solutions that you've found common challenges is all welcome. I am particularly interested in hearing sessions on ethics, psychology, team building and diversity. Um, it's not about having years of experience and being at the top of your field. It's about representing your truth and the work that you're doing, your understanding and your passion. It's a really friendly and supportive conference, which is ideal for first time speakers. The call, the call for speakers is open until Friday the 18th of October. Um, I'm happy to chat over any ideas with anyone considering submitting. You can get me on Twitter at lilmisst or um, email me at hello at jenthompson.com. Thank you very much. 
Bye. So, um, yeah, that was UX Scotland and the, the call for speakers are open right now. Um, I've actually spoken at this conference and they run a really slick conference. It's, it's a really, really good um, event to go to both as a listener and it's also a really good one to speak at as a speaker. Um, it's in June 2020 in Edinburgh. Um, what could be better? Scotland One of my favorite summer cities in the world. Yeah, it's great. Like absolutely, and uh, no doubt they'll have another um, fantastic lineup of speakers. So I totally recommend UX Scotland. Um, yeah, have you ever spoken at UX Scotland? No, I haven't. I haven't. I would. I would love to. Yeah, it's 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 definitely one that um, you know I, I want to go back to and do. I think it's fantastic. Um, there's another voicemail actually that, that came in, um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, and that's from the wonderful Audrey Fletcher. Now, Audrey Fletcher was the previous head of service design at Barnardo's, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, she created this book for International Women's Day, um, called A Day Is Not Enough. And I just wanted to give it a shout out because I saw it on Twitter and, Mike and Hazel had mentioned it to me in Open Change a while ago. And I just thought it was such a great idea, um, you know, to to call out all these people that have, have actually helped uh, Audrey uh, in her career and who she admires and who she respects. Hi, Jerry and Andy. This is Audrey Fletcher. I work on strategy, service design and research in the UK public sector. Earlier this year, I published a book called A Day Is Not Enough. It's essentially a compilation of a series of tweets that I started writing after International Women's Day 2018. This July, I was proud to launch the book. It contains over 300 mini celebrations of really fantastic women, designers, researchers, writers and speakers, all of whom I'm personally indebted to for helping me raise my game and all of whom I think are role models that new and aspiring designers should be following. You can find out more at my website, audreyfletcher.co.uk forward slash book. So that's A-U-D-R-E-E-F-L-E-T-C-H-E-R.co.uk forward slash book. And you can find out lots more from the Kickstarter campaign page. Just search A Day's Not Enough or One Word when you get there. Bye. And um, it's a great book. I'll put a link to the, the book in the show notes. Um, it's not that expensive to buy. It's, it's, it's under 15 pounds, I think. Um, and it's a great way to get across, um, many women, uh, of influence in design. So yeah, it's fantastic. And I, I just thought, I just wanted to give it a shout out cause, uh, it's really important work. So yeah. What else are we talking about? Tell us, Andy, let's go to the book corner, will we? Okay. <laughs> It's a very big book, big book corner at the moment. You sent me a photograph of your books, and even <laughs> as, as even as we were speaking earlier, you um, you another delivery. It's like you, you are um, a subsidiary and one of the main suppliers of books for Amazon. You've got a bookshelf <laughs> that is like welded to the wall with thousands of them. So we're keen to hear what you're reading at the moment. Uh, I've been reading, actually, I've been reading a lot of not books. I've been reading a lot online recently because uh, we just mm. started, uh, we're doing the Fjord Trends mm-hmm. at the moment and writing them. So there's an awful lot of, uh, um, you know, articles and literature and stuff to catch up on um, to make sure that it's really kind of the solid evidence behind them. But because of a couple of other things I have to teach quite soon, um, I've gone back and I've been looking through a lot of stuff around sort of re-looking at a lot of organizational change stuff. 
So I just interviewed Lisa Welchman, um, who wrote the book Managing Chaos, which is all about digital governance. Uh, and she's, so she'll be, the episode with her will be released uh, pretty soon on Power of Ten. Um, and that's, it's interesting, that book, because uh, she talks in it about the need for having kind of a policy and a framework and so forth and stuff that the whole kind of agile and lean startup thing would probably possibly say, well, we're trying to get away from all of that. But the point is, if you don't do it early on, as you grow, particularly if you have that kind of accelerated startup growth stuff starts to go wrong. And sure enough, she's having a bit of a, I told you so moment right now. Yeah. Um, So there's that. And I, I, I've sort of went through a bunch of books that I've been, um, I've read before, so that's why the, the pile looks bigger than it kind of really is. Um, so there's the Mastering Collaboration with Gretchen Anderson, who I, was a guest on Power of Ten, and then mm-hmm. um, uh, Meeting Design by Kevin Hoffman. Um, I've got that book. I haven't read it yet. Yeah, it's great. There's just lots of good tips in there around, um, you know, that fundamental, usually mm. terrible thing of business of meetings. Uh, and Kevin kind of talks about it. He's got a whole workshop as well that I've been just about thinking about meetings differently. A meeting um, workshop. Yeah. Well, every meeting should be a workshop, right? Um, Brave New Work uh, by Aaron Dignan. I wanted to kind of dig into. Um, and then there's a book by Steve Diller, Nathan Shedroff, and Sean Salber, who's uh, that's called uh, Blind Spot. And it's um, it's kind of looking at where companies have this kind of blind spot. And there's another book. Quite a lot of these are Rosenfeld books, actually. There's a, another book. Um, by Chris Wisden and Patrick Quaddlebaum, yeah, that's called Orchestrating Experiences, uh, which I always bill as the book I wish I'd written because I, I was one of the technical editors on, on it uh, as they went in, had their first draft. And it's great. It's really good and it's really yeah. well structured. And it, all of this is there because I have to um, teach a thing around uh, sort of leading conversations and um, and how a lot of the work we do in design and particularly the kind of area of design that I work in kind of the hard part isn't the design problem hmm. you know, it's not so much bashing your head against the wall going i can't really work out how to work out the ux of this or the service design of this it's all the stakeholder stuff and you know getting through the organization um so there's that and then i'm doing a deep dive on systems thinking um which i realize i know actually quite a lot about and particularly from service design but I didn't really know where some of that stuff came from. So a lot of people will recognize things like mental models and, and archetypes and, and all that kind of stuff. The systems thinking, the archetypes are actually sort of archetypes of systems and not, not of people. Um, so I wrote a piece on, on Medium a while ago um, called The Complex is Not Complicated, and it was talking about this, this difference between um, complexity thinking and complex thinking. So... Uh, or compl- uh, complicated thinking. So, and it was sort of based on a book by a guy called Rick Nason called "It's It's Not Complicated," which in turn is based on a lot of um, stuff by a guy called St- uh, Dave Snowden, who had uh, developed this thing called the Kunafin um, framework. It's a Welsh word that I've just pronounced badly. I'm pretty sure, but it's if anyone knows the Donald, the famous Donald Rumsfeld thing of you know there are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns, and the rest of it. That's where that comes from. Um, and really, most of all of that stuff, uh, a couple of other books, um, uh, there's a famous one by a woman called uh, Donella Meadows called Thinking in Systems, and she was the kind of one of the kind of key people behind sort of systems thinking. Um, and there's a, a quite a cool, the, the thing that turned up, um, which I'd been reading the digital version of, uh, which unfortunately isn't so good, uh, the Kindle version because it's missing the diagrams. But there's a thing called the Systems Thinking Playbook, and it's um, 
it's by uh Dennis Meadows and Linda Booth Sweeney and what what's quite kind of good about that is it's basically a whole bunch of different activities that you can use in workshops to teach people about kind of different things so that's that's really to be recommended it is an expensive book though we were chatting about that earlier it's... it is and it's weirdly sort of old school it's got a dvd sort of glued in the back i don't have a dvd i don't have a, i don't have anything to play that on anymore i don't have a dvd player at home and i don't have a yeah, dvd player in my laptop so that's <laughs> kind of sit there in the, in the back of it yeah it's crazy um, and so all of that stuff, the systems thinking stuff is interesting because from a service design perspective, all the things we do about sort of mapping ecosystems and all the stuff about kind of service blueprints and, and that thing that I think designers mostly naturally do, which is, well, not naturally do, are trained to do is seeing, um, seeing systems in everything and seeing how everything's connected to everything else and kind of what leads to the, yeah. And it's what leads slightly to the service design t- uh, tendency to boil the ocean. Yeah. But it's, it's also, I think very much going to be now in our wheelhouse, as they say. So it's been good to go back in and find the origins of, of some of that stuff. Um, yeah, deadly. It a bit better. Um, we'll th- should we throw some links in the show notes for all these? Yeah, sure. These books, um, I think it'd be really good to, to share that. And it's interesting for me, I think I'm just reading Donut Economics and there's a, there's a couple of others um, which are looking at how all of that, if you use that thinking in terms of, you know, what's going on in the world right now, we're just, we're talking mm. about with Greta Thunberg's speech at the um, uh, UN, was it UN? It was. Yeah, it was, uh, it was in, in the UN, New York. The climate change. Yes, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we were just talking about Greta Thunberg's speech at the um, climate change. Yeah. yeah. Event and Heart wrenching. How that was. Yeah. And, and yeah. how all, you know, how it's very hard to unpick. And you can't really, um, you know, the economy from the environment, from capitalism, neoliberalism to what's going on in the world and so forth. And uh, systems thinking is a very useful way of, of thinking about that. Extrapolating it. And then uh, I've just had Joe McLeod on. Um, on as a guest on power of 10 so he how was that it was great so his book is called ends and he has a whole kind of thesis around um the ends of consumer experiences or ends in general actually in life aren't aren't very well designed and they really need to be Uh, and particularly actually there's a big sustainability aspect of that which is Mm -hmm. i mean he gave what probably one of the one of the best talks very entertaining um in ux australia um and he was just sort of talking about the experiences when you try and leave a service or you try and kind of take a, take something back, like a, an Apple laptop or something. It's just, it's a really crappy experience. Um, and yet there's, you know, all the effort goes into the, the onboarding experience. But if you're going to try and create a more circular economy, then you have to really almost start with the offboarding experience and work backwards. Absolutely. It's funny, I, I did a, another customer journey mapping workshop recently and it, it always, and it's, I'm as guilty as this as everyone, you always ramp up and towards the, the kind of the, the lead generation and then the conversion and you, know, you look at the story behind that and, but very rarely do we have clarity around the ending of services and what does that look like? Yeah. So that's I, something that I, I definitely want to read. I do a blueprinting work, service blueprinting workshop and, um, depending who's in the room uh, you get you know all the, most of the sort of the tech folk and the sort of IT guys they they fill in a lot of the backstage stuff and then all the marketing people kind of fill in that first column of aware and sign yeah. 
and then yeah. the UX is going to fit in the, the sort of use bit in the middle. But rarely do people think about the leave part of the experience. It's always the most neglected touch point. Yeah, it's great. And you've got a couple of other books I know you were talking about when you were flying and stuff. You were, you were reading some lighter. Yeah, so lighter. it's always, I try and kind of keep some novels um, on the go too. And um, one is, uh, I just read Atmosphere Incognita by Neil Stevenson. <laughs> He's one of my favorite um, science fiction uh, writers and um He's just amazing. He normally kind of writes these massively long kind of novels. And he, he, this is just a little sort of novella. Yeah. But what's interesting about it, it's about, um, it's a story about kind of building this tower that is 20 kilometers high uh, and kind of what all of that kind of entails. And so that was quite a good kind of. Sounds lighthearted, Andy. Yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> Um, no, it is. It's, it, it's, it's clever. It's a kind of nice example. You start with that idea and then where does that take you? Um, yeah. And then, um, the girl in the green dress by Derek B. Miller. So Derek Miller is, I met him. Um, he's part, he was part of, uh, UNIDAR, which is United Nations Institute for Disarmament Research. And oh, okay. his whole, um, area is, is peace development and security and um and uh i met him because he had done some work he'd so lucy kimball who people might know um and uh and also the guys from live work ben and laverans and uh, chris had done some some work with them to kind of think about service design in those kinds of mm. environments and so that's how we got to know each other and he still works in that area but it's a um he's now written three novels this is his second one um and uh they're great they're really good so it's kind of nice to read a novel by someone i know i'm yeah. also quite jealous because <laughs> how do you find time to do or read all these books i try and watch less tv even at that like it's like i, I look at you and i come and go like andy what are you reading tell me what it's about you know it's it's an incredible you've got a you must have incredible habits to to well, create not, that it's time. It's not that superhuman. I, I I really kind of don't like that whole kind of. Uh, well, there was something we were talking about the other day of, you know, there was a with John Curran about there was a passage in a book where you know, he gets up at kind of four a.m. and kind of oh yeah does that's two yeah, hours company of one whilst and then meditation and then you know and then kind of the superhuman takes his aspect. kids to school and then kind of writes for three years. There is a little bit of, uh, I just fill my time mostly with, with, uh, with reading. I mean, I travel quite a lot. So traveling is a good time to read and, um, you know, on a plane or something, particularly flying to Australia and back, you know, I watch a movie or two, but I, I you know, you've got 24 hours stuck inside a metal cylinder. So that, that's where some of it comes from. Some of, some things I read more thoroughly than others. So, um, I do try and read kind of cover to cover, but there's a thing that quite often happens with, um, non-fiction books is that they kind of explain the idea in the first chapter or two and then they spend the kind of rest of the time repeating it and the best ones kind of then unpack it really elegantly and, and um but some of them you kind of think okay well, I've, I've kind of got that now and then i can kind of move on to the 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 meat and, uh, and bones of it so i i am um, so i've sometimes I, I read it and i think okay, i've got this now and then i'm really looking at kind of tell me about the methods and tell me about the the kind of the meat of it um but i mean these are things that have built up over time so like i said you know i haven't read all of these like in the last couple of weeks that's amazing like you, you always seem to have good recommendations as well so look book corner um you know you're busy you know 
keep us updated on where you're at with the, the systems thinking stuff. If you had to read, uh, you had to pick one book out of uh, systems thinking, which one would you would you recommend to pick up for early beginners? Oh, the the one to start off with is Thinking Systems. Donna Donna Lameda's that one. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the one I'm, I might actually buy that. So, um, you know, job done. <laughs> I mean, if you're facilitating any workshops, I think the the systems thinking play yeah. is really useful too. Yeah, I'll have to save up. Maybe Santa Claus might bring me that one this year. So look, you know, Andy's always got some great recommendations, but if you're reading something at the moment that you really feel you want to share with everyone, one, you can go onto the Slack channel. You can go in there. There's there's the recommend, recommendation for links and resources. So drop some links in there. You know, we're always looking for books to read and to recommend out to the community. So um, that's one way to do it. And the second one is to leave a voicemail for us. There's a, there's a link in the show notes and also going to thisishcd.com. There's uh, on the right-hand side, there's a little button there that says leave a voicemail. Just leave us a voicemail with the recommendation for your book. Myself and Andy pick those up. So um, just going back to a few other things with the conference, um, you know, obviously this conference is, is really important. It's something that um, I personally and professionally really believe in and want to, to do more of. But we are looking for sponsorship at the moment. So if you're listening to this and you're in an organization that you know, uh, believes in what we're trying to do here with This Is Hate CD, please do get in contact because um, sponsorship would would mean a lot and would help us an awful lot as well in terms of uh, the financial outgoings and, and actually hosting this conference. Um, wrapping this up, I guess, Andy, there's a few other things that I just wanted to touch on. So John was meant to join us today um, and myself and John were going to discuss, we're, we're collaborating on a, on a course together on organizational culture and uh, how that intersects with service design so um we'll talk probably more about that in the next episode of talking shop and where, where we're at but we're going to be hosting workshops and that in the near future um other things we need to chat about um, an important one belfast design week for uh, people in the uk and ireland um i'm lucky enough uh, i'm going to be on one of the panels and i'm going to be hosting a workshop for belfast design week it's at the start of november you can go to belfastdesignweek.com there's some great stuff happening up in belfast there is a real scene starting to emerge up there and um i'm excited to get up there and meet lots of other human-centered design um practices that are that are emerging and there's some great service design people up there and uh, some great ux folk as well so um hopefully get to meet some of the listeners up in belfast which would be great great experience anything else you want to mention andy before we before we leave this episode no i think that's it i think i've i've rattled on enough in the <laughs> corner this week i'll make it shorter next time and one other thing I'd, i would just say maybe is um if you are an author or you're a publisher as well please please let us know i'm an author what do you want them to do send, send you a book uh, no, I mean, yes, they can send us the book or they can kind of tell us about the book. Yeah, okay, that's cool. If they want to reach out to either of us, we're Jerry Circus on Twitter and you're... A. Pauline. On Twitter as well, so it's probably the best way to get in touch with us. Um, Andy, we'll chat to you next time. Good to chat with you too. I'm going to go and drink my, my Bovril. I don't drink Bovril. I, I, I think you do drink Bovril in, 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 in a corner <laughs> with your books. <laughs> Andy, I'll chat to you next time. Take care. Bye.
I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you'd like to be part of the conversation or community, hop on over to thisishcd.com where you can join the Slack community and help shape future episodes and connect with other designers around the world or join the Hate City newsletter where you can win books and get updates. Subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and listen to any of our other podcasts such as Getting Started in Design, Bringing Design Closer with myself, Jerry Scullion, or Power of Ten with Andy Pallane, or Decoding Culture with Dr. John Curran, Prod Pod with Adrian Tan, and Ethnopod with Jay Hasbrook. Thanks for listening and see you next time.